are tuned in to 103.3 KUMB, Duluth Public Radio, streaming online at KUMB.org. Welcome to the Matt and Mark podcast. I am Mark. That's... Uh, um, <laughs> hi. Okay. Hi, Mark. <laughs> hi, Matt. That's Matt, if you didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. And you are not listening to 103.3 OMG. This is the Matt and Mark podcast. <laughs> KUMD OMG. KUMD OMG. Tune KUMD dot OMG. One zero three three OMG. Jeez. <laughs> the Valley Girl Station of Duluth. <laughs> Valley Girl Station. <laughs> <laughs> right, and Taylor Swift dropped a new single today. We're gonna listen oh to it. Oh my god. And while it's playing, I'm gonna be drinking my Nitro Eternal Mocha from Caribou Coffee. <laughs> Bless. It was oh. pretty good. I, I was really excited about it because the nitro turtle mocha, because there was like cream on top, and I was like, "Oh wow, that looks just pleasant." And yeah, it was. I I love their nitro things. Like they really, I guess they've expanded since I last checked it. Because I remember they had like the uh, the nitro mocha, not the nitro turtle mocha. So that's even better. Yeah, I think it was pretty new. Because I mean, obviously they had to replace on their drive-through board. They had to replace all the Christmas drinks. And so it was like the turtle mocha and the nitro turtle mocha that were like featured. And I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. Well, I'm going to try it. And so yeah. I did. Yeah. And I got a lot of stuff done this afternoon. Good. I... No, not really. I got prepared for <laughs> yeah. Monday, which is tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. I saw, I saw your Snapchat, so what you were really doing. <laughs> Wait, which ones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out to Skyrim. Yeah. Shout out to Skyrim. That. Last night we um, had a, a Zoom call and ended up like everybody on the Zoom call at one point was playing Skyrim and it was super great. Oh, that was so chill. I kind of wanted to do it again this afternoon, but you know, I just I had to cut it off so I could get here for the podcast. Yeah, and also like eat supper. Right, I cooked supper. I didn't eat it yet, but like whatever. I'm not. What? I'm not hungry. It's I, just gonna I, I, sit for an hour and a half now. Yeah, I'll heat it up. It's fine. What'd you make? <laughs> I made tacos. What? No, like, go, go make a taco right now and just eat it throughout the podcast. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a great idea. Like, I'll be, like, <laughs> chewing and then... Oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like an NPR host. <laughs> like, okay, so I'm chewing my apple. Gross. <laughs> It'd be like always sunny when Frank just eats a bunch of crackers while they're recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frank, he's up on the crackers. I finally started watching that again. Always sunny. Oh, I didn't know like, you stopped. From where I left off. Well, I watched the Christmas episode. Then, like, I just didn't watch it for a while. Okay, well, I guess that wasn't that long ago. I guess I stopped for, like, <laughs> two or three weeks. Oh, boy. <laughs> what am I looking at? Which one did I watch this morning? Oh, I watched The Gang Gets Whacked when they, oh, they have yeah, some trouble with the mob. It's <laughs> a good one. Um, I watched uh, a couple episodes of Seinfeld today. Mm. Oh, which ones? Um, the Rye, the one where she, like the um, Rye. Yeah, the, I I I like the part about it where Elaine is dating that saxophone player. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really called related. Hot and Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that inspired me to write a tune called Hot and Bothered. <laughs> Hot and Bothered. 
is a phrase I want to bring back. <laughs> oh, that whole episode is good too. Because aren't like George and Kramer trapped in a liquor store too, or something like that? No, that's a whole different episode. But Shoot. um, is kind it of with the, hmm. kind of the same idea because like um, uh, George and his parents go to visit his in-laws. Oh yeah, they go to meet and they have to bring the rye bread. You know? Oh, it's the one with the horse though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kramer and the beef riding on that horse. Yeah, the, the beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, oh and the other one i watched was uh the the movie theater one the movie theater one yeah we're like kramer by like he apparently runs this like newly renovated movie theater and like they have that one guy that was really into elaine and he's there and she's really creeped out by him and stuff and she but then she like accidentally like seduces him i don't know it's weird but there's the dude with the hose too oh and uh um george's uh car blows up because he's like the psychopath now yeah hmm. a lot of vague a lot of vague um descriptions in that in that little synopsis for you but <laughs> I, I i don't really remember it okay i definitely well, remember the rye though okay yeah the rye because jerry like mugged an old lady <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to get the rye bread. Yeah, that was to great. Steal the rye from an old lady. <laughs> oh, Jerry the rye, you old hag. <laughs> oh my gosh! By the way, happy twenty twenty one. Really, it's been since twenty twenty one since we recorded. Yeah, it's... yeah, we did the Christmas episode, and now we're here. That was our last one. Oh well, happy twenty twenty one, everyone. And we took a break. Yeah, happy twenty twenty one. We made it. Oh. Um, you, if you are listening, you made it to twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um. And if you're not listening, well, what are you rip. doing with your life? <laughs> rip. <laughs> R.I.P. If you're not tuned in to uh, the Matt yeah, and Mark podcast, here. we we will remember you. Shout out to all of you who didn't make yeah. it to 2021. Yeah. Or, or if you're just not listening to our podcast, like whatever. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, the theme of this episode today, we, we kind of. We've had this one bouncing around for months, and uh, mm-hmm. finally, like, I wanted to, I wanted like a good time to do it and to do it well. So, like, this week felt like the right time, and uh, it's kind of related to the, you know, the situation that we've been in for almost a year, which is coming up on a year, which is weird to think about. Like, Ooh, yeah, I saw a meme that's like, uh, you know, someone trying to mug someone with a gun, and like, <laughs> it's like March twenty twenty one, me still not getting over March twenty twenty. <laughs> that's such a weird vibe but um yeah so we're gonna talk about long distance relationships and um i think we've all kind of been in that situation this year because even though like i have friends who live like 35 minutes away it's been kind of hard to see them because you know we just can't you know Mm -hmm. so basically we're like and we're gonna look at other other situations too like romantic relationships and whatnot too um but Really, the things we're going to touch on are like, um, like how have you upheld that relationship? Um, like, what are you, what methods are you using? Uh, how has it, um, how does long distance relationships affected you, or like, just you know, having to be distant from people in general, and then um, how has it affected the relationship? So yeah, I, I, um, we threw out this these prompts to a few friends, and uh, it was inspired by Nick actually. Nick, Nick, shout out to Nick and Eden. They are the uh the king and queen of long distance relationships right now mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> if yes. that if that's a thing that you can be proud of but <laughs> well <laughs> or excited yeah, about king and queen right now yes yeah and they're they're championing they're championing championing it as it were so 
bravo to youtube but well yeah mm-hmm. so um Absolutely. yeah so um i think we'll start like um mark so it mm. like oh, it, this year what a, yeah Are let's we, start who? let's who? start with mark nepple you okay <laughs> I, I can start. okay so like how have how have you upheld the relationships in your life in the past year since we haven't been able to like do stuff and i mean this kind of goes into like post-college things too because uh-huh. we can't like we don't see each other as much so how have you upheld these relationships well, yeah it's not it would be this way anyway because i moved to wisconsin and still don't really know a lot of people and of course in college is when you build at least in my experience and probably a lot of people it's when you build your strongest relationships so i've stayed connected with most of my college friends and i mean only like two or three high school friends shout out to like jake and caleb uh but yeah i've been trying to hang on to those college friends because growing up and getting here was like kind of tough to make some new ones especially now with a pandemic hitting like i mean if there wasn't a pandemic, I could like go out to events like and like live music festivals because Eau Claire apparently has some pretty cool live music festivals. I mean, we've gone to one in the summer and there's yeah. like local ones too, like right in the middle of downtown that I was really excited to go to. But then, you know, COVID hit. And so, yeah, whether there was a pandemic or not, I would probably be hanging on to the usual college relationships and I forgot what the question was. <laughs> well, like, how have you upheld those relationships? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> just the usual ways that people talk is the Snapchats and the Facebook messengers and the text messages. But also for the more important relationships. I mean, they're all important, actually. Like, I tr- actually try to make video calls. Video calls are, like, my number one. I'd rather do a video call than a phone call. And uh, yeah, Zoom and Discord, Facebook Messenger, whatever way we can do video calls is how I have been maintaining those relationships. And like, I mean, you and me and Zach and Kevin, shout out to Zach and Kevin. We've been trying to do it, it seems like almost every week. Sometimes we like miss a week, but like every Saturday night, we're not going out for social events. So it's like, hey, let's do a Zoom call with the boys. And it's always just such a great time. Oh, and then another way that I've been connecting with the boys, at least, is like through just playing video games and like plugging your headset into the controller or Discord. That's been like a really good way to do it too, especially at the very beginning of this pandemic when I was playing GTA V all the time. I I played with Nolan a lot. Shout out to Nolan. Like... (laughs) Yeah, we gamed a lot. Sometimes we would start at like 8 p.m., go till like 2 in the morning. Like so much so that like we were playing GTA 5. And one morning you were there. We we played golf on GTA 5. <laughs> we did. But it we was did. so chill. And I really enjoyed that moment. Because like you're not thinking that much when you're playing golf. So you're just like having a conversation like the other people are there. So it's video games have been a really good way. And that's one way that I've connected with, like, my hometown friends is just by having some Vigi games and we just chat. And I play Rocket League poorly while we do it because <laughs> I'm more focused on, like, the conversation than the chat. And, yeah, even through that, just the Rocket League, 
I've met like a new person, not in person. So yeah, some of these relationships are even just specifically online and I haven't even seen his face yet. Like shout out to Josh. Like, <laughs> but yeah, video games, video calls, all the, all the video stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. You talk for a bit now. <laughs> okay. I, I can do that. <laughs> How do you maintain your relationships? Um, Well, pretty much like lather, rinse, repeat of what you said, um, (laughs) or copy, paste, rather. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Yeah, like video calls have been a huge thing, um, and texting and Snapchatting like like you do. And then I I do still call people uh, on the fly, and like I've gotten, like calling people historically has felt, kind of weird for anybody to do nowadays but like i'm getting more comfortable with just kind of like calling people and be like hey mm-hmm. what's up and it's not like a big deal because we're kind of like we're all kind of in the same situation um and uh and then i like like you said i mean i moved to shakopee and since i've lived here like i either worked in a different city like all the time and that's where i i met connections in that city or well town you can't really call a 2000 person a place a city but (laughs) whatever um and then i didn't really like there wasn't really the opportunity to get to know people in shakopee so and once i had that opportunity you know i started working at the high school in in town a little bit and but then the pandemic hit and so that was pretty short-lived so you know you can you can guess how many people i've met in town that like i don't live with which is not many or Mm -hmm. if any really so (laughs) which whatever i mean like who am i who am i gonna hang out with in shakopee anyway so (laughs) what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah go to the the baseball field (laughs) (laughs) you want to catch some pokemon at the baseball field yeah it's pretty much soccer field (laughs) yeah and the soccer field too (laughs) yeah that oh wait uh, the baseball field and the soccer field yeah whoa like uh, if you've never been to a suburb or especially like Shakopee, like outside of one or two parks, like every park is pretty much like a, an athletic complex. So it's going to have your baseball field, maybe like a hockey arena. That's also a basketball court in the summer. And then like a giant field that they may use for flag football or lacrosse or soccer. And um, we even have a dedicated complex for soccer where like you have like 30 some goals set up and it's wild and um so like that that's pretty much what you do i i kind of wish like when i'm when i'm out walking in that soccer area like i notice a lot of other people playing pokemon go like i am so i kind of want to hit them up but i also like is that weird yeah get those friends on pokemon go that's true yeah but am i allowed to talk to people during a pandemic i don't know (laughs) Maybe not in Minnesota. In Wisconsin, they won't care. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll just move them to Wisconsin. There we go. <laughs> Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> Great. Glad we settled that. All right. Um, cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, video games, Discord, video chats have been kind of the name of the game lately. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I might, I might just hop on this next one first. Um, it, the way it's affected me like long distance relationships or just having to like be distant in general is not my thing. Mm, um, definitely not. <laughs> like it's affected me in like 
some of the worst ways. Like I, you know, my love language is very physical. Like I'm a very huggy person, and I know you are too. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I like to see people in public. I love socializing. Like you know, I can't remember a night in college where I wasn't hanging out with somebody, even if we were like getting homework or done or something, or just like mm-hmm. hanging out. You know, it just you know I need I. I'm okay with like a, like a night or two of like chilling, like Friday night after a week of teaching in person. You know, you have your pizza and your wine, but like pizza and wine. <laughs> that, that was every every Friday night for me during my first year of teaching. I think <laughs> I was so tired. Um, oh, and that yeah. came with a because yeah, it's you were there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was always there. Yeah, you were. I mean, we, I was we lived always together. physically there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was also yeah. That was also a thing. We we did live together. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I guess direct contrast. Like I don't hang out with my roommates, and like not that, not that that like I mind. Like we do. We we've hung out like a couple times, and but like we don't like. It's not like a a common thing to like all sit in the living room and like watch the game together or anything like that. We're all kind of. Either, I mean, most of them, they're, like, never home anyway, so, like, mm-hmm. why bother? <laughs> but, yeah. um, um, you know, it, it just, it's felt weird. I feel kind of, like, more lonely with it, with all this happening, but. Um, Absolutely, and you're virtual teaching, too, so, like, you're not yeah, getting I, I don't even get to see my staff interaction that yeah, I'm I don't getting. Even have, yeah, I can't even go to work right now in mm-hmm. person. It just, <laughs> I'm thankful that I can, like, at least work, but I can't, like, go anywhere, so that's why, like. We talk a lot about my adventures to Target. Like that's why I go to Target so much because, like, at least I can talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it sounds sad and pathetic, and it kind of is. But like, it's also kind of like what gets me through the week, you know. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, sadly they've kind of been my fallback. <laughs> but yeah, I wanna I wanna hear I wanna hear from you, Mark. How how has it affected you? Oh, don't you know? It's about the same thing. Uh, because I don't even have roommates, so I live in a one-bedroom apartment. Luckily, I got a cat. Um, at the end of the month, I don't think I've. T- I think this is the first time people are hearing about it, unless yeah, I've told them, which I've told like everyone. I got a cat. You told like everybody, but we still want to hear about Yeah, cat. her name is Cranberry, <laughs> and she's a beautiful Aww. black cat with gorgeous green eyes. One of my students was like, "Tell tell Cranberry that I said she had beautiful eyes. Like you can tell her I said that." It's like okay, and I totally did. But, yeah, I need some sort of companionship. I mean, I have Ted, but I can't, like, hold him in my lap or I'll get salmonella. <laughs> salmonella. But, yeah, salmonella. <laughs> it was like saying sauna. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I have, because I, I, I cleaned his tank yesterday. Oh, wow, that was just yesterday? I cleaned his tank yesterday. So, usually, I take him out and I let him wander the living room. And I didn't know how cranberry and him would react to each other so i had like lock cranberry in my bedroom and i try to keep ted like in the living room if he's wandering around but i mean it's a big space and he like explored a lot of it yesterday but i think i'm more worried about what ted would do to cranberry because i mean ted's much more like "Eh, i don't like anyone like cranberry yeah. won't like other cats her profile said like oh she doesn't get along well with other cats she needs to go to like a one cat household but she loves people um Good. yeah ted doesn't even Good. love people 
He screamed <laughs> twice yesterday. Whenever I picked really? him up, he's like, Poor I don't guy. think he screamed. I think he just like waved his little flippers around. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had to get a cat for like some sort of contact. It's helped. Uh, <laughs> hang on, I'm trying to organize my thoughts right now. Well, that's put that one over there and put that one over there. Okay, so <laughs> why am I forgetting? Oh, living alone and stuff. Yeah, living alone is tough, especially in a new town when it's hard to reach out to other people. Like, I mean, and that's just like post college stuff is like and moving to another town. And I feel like that's why so many people move back to their hometown. Like people will go off on their adventures for a while, but it seems like a lot of them just end up back in their hometown and be like, oh, well, my high school friends are still here or maybe even their college town just because it's like, okay, I experienced something new, but you know, it, it wasn't my thing. So I need to go back to something like a little bit safer where I know I have people because I am starting to see that a lot more people move at least closer to their hometown, whether they're 25 years old or whether they're 45 years old. Like, it seems like people want to be back to where they're comfortable if they haven't, like, built a life somewhere else yet. I feel like there's a, a statistic out there I heard somewhere, maybe from you, maybe from somebody else, but, like, Probably not that, me. okay, like, uh, like, a big percentage of people live at least, like, an hour away from their, their parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because so that's that's a really common thing. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a safer thing to do. It's not because if we like throw ourselves in the middle of Portland, Oregon, like some people have, like like everybody. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, oh wow, I you're just starting fresh, especially if you don't have any friends or family there. It's like okay, time for a new life, and even in Eau Claire, that's kind of what it feels like. I mean, I'm still only two hours from like my usual most of my other friends but there's not a lot of people in Eau Claire that I knew at first or even now and so it does feel like I'm kind of isolated from my old friends and family that's why I have to call them all the time but I mean it's still kind of an exciting life trying to find those new friends and trying to live and build a life out here but, you know, I'm chill just doing the bachelor pad life for right now. Yeah. With the I cats. Mean, with I the mean, cats. There, are, there are a lot of perks to living on your own. Oh, absolutely. And, and But I am happy that you got a cat because, you know, you, mm -hmm. it's good to have a companion. And even with the cat, it's like I'm starting to realize how tough it's going to be to live with people again. Because even <laughs> my cat is like i'm doing my work just today i was like lesson planning and she keeps on like jumping on my lap and my computer and it's like hey give me attention <laughs> it's like no cranberry i can't right now i'm trying to plan my east asia lesson for tomorrow hmm. and i put her down and then she's like no no i need attention it's like oh my gosh it's like getting a hey. taste of my own medicine like, hey <laughs> give me attention please it's like oh this is what <laughs> i do <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> oh man. And but yeah, she's just always there and she's like, hey, give me things. Or like, hey, I gotta eat. Or like, hey, wake up. If I like open my door in the morning. Like on Saturday morning, throughout the week, I will close my bedroom door for the night so she doesn't like jump on me so I can sleep. 
But then sometimes I'll wake up early in the morning, go back to bed. I'm like, yeah, I'll let her in my room if she wants to come. But then she'll jump in onto my pillow. And if it weren't for her whiskers, I'd be fine with it. But when the whiskers like tickle your face, it's like, hey, okay, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, like, I even like just having her. She takes the center of my pillow. Like, I'll be oh sleeping. Then I'll move a little bit. Then she'll just lay down in the middle of my pillow. But luckily, oh I have gosh. a second pillow or I just, like, go on the edge. But that also <laughs> kind of feels like there is another human there. It's like, oh, yay. <laughs> Cuddles with my cat. <laughs> um but yeah i don't especially before she was here don't like living alone don't like being alone and during christmas break and even throughout virtual teaching especially during christmas break i was getting depressed as hell like i was like oh man this this really sucks and just like thinking about things and having thoughts and like not that many people like message me or like because i sit there all day and i'm like wow, no Snapchats or text messages. Because I remember one day, only three people messaged me for an entire day. One of them said, okay. And one of them just sent me a picture of their face. And I didn't like leave the house at all. So I had like no human interaction for a day. And it was just sad. I was like, oh gosh, why? And you're always just thinking, it's like, what? why isn't anyone talking? Why doesn't anyone want to talk to me? Like, I guess people mm-hmm. don't like me. But then it's like, oh, wait, they have their own lives that they're doing their thing. Because that happens to me so much. When someone doesn't message me back right away, it's like, hey, I was thinking of you. Why aren't you thinking of me? And then I have to realize, like, no, maybe they're actually at a friend's house because they also crave human attention, but they're actually around other humans. It's like, no, it's okay. Like, And they probably have, like, lots of people that they're replying to or talking to. Because, like, sometimes I'll glance over at a friend's phone and just see, like, how many Snapchats they have. And it's just, like, that's a flood of unopened Snapchats. It's like, yeah, everyone's trying to talk to me. And it's hard to get to reply to everyone. It's like, okay, I understand why you're so slow. Like, that would be overwhelming to reply to, like, 20 Snapchats at a time. And some people might, like, reply right away. And so you Mm -hmm. reply to, like, 25. It's like, oh. Like, there's just no happy medium. (laughs) No. And during the workday, especially, like, I, I try not to open Snapchats or texts because, like, unless they're, like, or easy answers or, like, work-related, I'd, because I'd, I'd, I know that it could turn into a conversation that I'm going to forget about because I try not to respond to them during the workday. But I also, like, on the I'm kind of on the other end of that where, like, I, I can feel a, a kind of system overload with how many people may contact me in a day not mm-hmm. that i have that many but like some days it can be a lot but either way like i i feel like a little exhausted being on my phone so much so i try to like like live in the what world i live in even yeah if once i got back home. to work and was around people again <laughs> it get it got a lot better because then i was busy for like eight hours straight and then at the end of the day it's like oh people do want to talk to me because like i get seven messages and it's like oh that's so cool but like when i'm sitting around during like christmas break if i'm sitting alone in my apartment and if i'm watching tv i'll like glance at my phone and then like five minutes later i'll look again then like two minutes later i'll look again it's like why is no one talking to me it's like because you're checking your phone every seven minutes it's like not everyone's right. a reply at the same time 
Yeah. And be thankful for that. Be thankful that you don't have a flood of Snapchats from a bunch of people, mostly people that I want to talk to, but there might be one in there where it's like, they're messaging this group chat again like <laughs> why is matt sending another mirror pic to me and, matt and kevin we never say anything <laughs> like what is up with that you're lucky you're lucky that you're not the red wing crew that gets that every day <laughs> oh my gosh because <laughs> patrick made fun of me for doing it one time and then he's like i feel like you're gonna do that like every day and i'm like you know what? I am going to do it every day now. <laughs> Just because you said that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so much more special when you only send it like once a month. Like sometimes I'm like, hey, doing a mirror pick is going to be different. So I'm going to do that. I might do that tonight. Yeah. I'm going to, right before I shave, I'm going to take a picture, maybe right after I shave. So it'll look good. Hmm. When I say shave, I mean just trim the little patch that makes it asymmetrical yeah you know the patch that i'm talking about yes <laughs> oh my gosh it's so annoying i just want like the full goatee where it's like connected from mustache down to beard or even just a full beard but i don't know if that's ever going to happen i don't know i've thought I about get a full beard i've thought about going the full beard route but then like i it's so much to maintain. And I, I, I've debated on just like shaving it all off right now. I actually <laughs> have been thinking that recently too. Because I haven't done that since. I, I think I did it last year. Because <clears throat> my tenors made me shave down to the mustache. Hmm. And I said they could choose my facial hair for a week. Because they got a section of the week. And then I was like, I'm not going to keep this mustache. And so I just shaved the rest of it off. Actually, no, I also shaved at the beginning of like quarantine because I was going to like shave it all off and just grow it out until like quarantine was over. But that didn't happen because like quarantine's not even over, really. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm just going to trim it because it's starting to look very just wiry. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I just wish I had nice full facial hair. But you know what? It looks good. I, I'll never forget that day. Shout out to this guy who I talked to in the D.C. when I was a freshman. And I wasn't in there with anyone I knew. I was just eating alone. And then I got up to go to the ice cream machine. And I just started having a conversation with this guy at the ice cream machine about facial hair. And we were like, yeah, we both said, like, oh, mine doesn't look that good. And I was like, dude, don't give it, don't say that to yourself. He was like, yours looks pretty good. And he's like, are you kidding? It doesn't look as good as yours. Like, you've actually got like a shape to it. It looks so cool. I will never forget that comment. I was like, that's oh, a good feeling when yes. a stranger tells you, you like how great you look. I know. And he made me think, like, you know what? It is a cool, unique, unique shape that my facial hair has. Like, sometimes yeah. it does look. I mean, obviously, to some people, it's going to look a little weird because I've had several people be like, oh, it just looks so much better when it's like clean shaven. It's like, mm. you know what? I, I like it. Yeah. I actually and didn't start thinking that until like someone said it to me. I was like, you know what? You you can rock that. Like, just keep it. And 100%. I was like, huh, actually, yeah. you know what? I do like it. So yeah. I'll keep it. And then from then on, I just trimmed it except for like two times that I shaved it all off over the last like five years so i'm like i keep it because i like it i yeah. like me yeah that's the way to be like like yourself <laughs> oh yeah i haven't shaved mine off since before college and um 
I also have times where I kind of hate it. Like, I've I've been having a time with my my profile lately. Like, you know, the side of your face and mm-hmm. how it looks. And so, like, I always wonder like how the my goatee looks from the side because you know I'm kind of toying with the oh, the yeah. edges and like trying to make it like look real good. But I also I it's weird. I really like I aside from like yours. I really hate goatees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so it's really weird that like I'm rocking one, but like it to me, it I feel like it suits me, but I, like mm-hmm. there's little nuances of it that I hate, but like looking at certain people, which is a, a lot of people with goatees, I just, it, I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, and it has like a, it has, it tells me something about that person that I don't necessarily approve of. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, recently, <laughs> I was watching a video at my cousin's house. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas break, and there was this dude with, um, like, kind of a goatee, but it just looked like some hairs, like, splotched onto his face. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't look good. And then I thought to myself, oh, no, wait, that kind of looks like mine, doesn't it? It's like, should I shave it off? Does it? Do I look that bad? Because this guy had... Uh, like he was a white guy with like black hair and it was just like less full than mine like it was just a little less full and it just looked wiry and just not that great and i was like wait a second that almost looks like my facial hair like mine's a little more full thankfully but it's like that guy over these last couple months i've been thinking should i just shave it all off like if I don't like it when it's shaving all off, like we're just wearing a mask over it, so most right. people won't notice. Yeah. And then when I have to take my mask off to like do good diction for my high school choir, they're gonna be like, "What happened to your face?" Like, oh <laughs> yeah. Big reveal. Yeah, it would be a big reveal when I take it off. <laughs> because there's a lot of people right now that even coworkers like their mask is their face is covered up by that mask all day. And then when they finally take it off, like in the lunchroom, because they got to eat, I realized like, oh, wow, I didn't know you had that much hair under there. Like I saw some poking out from around the mask, but I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just people in general. All right. This has been a good facial hair podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. yeah. Comment on our Facebook page about <laughs> facial hair. Yeah, long distance facial hair. Like send send a pic of the coolest facial hair you've ever seen. What's the coolest facial hair you've ever seen? Oh man, I couldn't even oh, think of that. Like in person. Like... Oh my gosh! That's Actually, I have yeah. one. Oh um, okay. Yeah. So uh, throwback to when I introduced KUMD on this podcast. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know, that's the radio station I DJed for up in Duluth, um, Duluth Public Radio. Great. Oh, uh, so my freshman year, there was a dude named Seamus, and um, he had the best facial hair and also the best radio voice too. Like it was, I can't like it was really rich and deep and very clear. It had a really good tone to it. Like you could, that was a, a voice that could like read me a book before I go to bed. Like mm-hmm. damn, and but his so his facial hair was kind of like um, it was like a goatee, but like had like almost the handlebar thing, but not really. Like, just shy of it. Almost a handlebar, okay. Yeah, like the handlebar mustache, but, like, it didn't, like, go all the way down. It just kind of, like, it blended into the beard, and it just looked really, really good on him. I don't know. He had a really good face. 
but it was really, <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, um, one that surprised me actually, my um, my friend who I'm gonna mention in a minute here, her husband, Kyle, has uh, a really good beard right now. His quarantine beard, and he's like really it's like grown in really well and he's figured out how to trim it really nicely and yeah it looks really good so shout out to you kyle <laughs> oh, nice yeah i should yeah. probably mention the other one but um i'm not gonna anyway okay. so um <laughs> yeah because i don't how, have one how do you feel like um it's a f- how do you feel like long distance has affected the relationships in your life how do you feel about long beards Um, (laughs) how has long distance affected the relationships the relationships in my life oh oh this is huge especially going from high school to college or college to real life but it's shown what the important relationships are and what they look like yeah oh man i deserve a high five for that like (laughs) that's so true because especially after high school i lost almost everyone but there's been like one relationship that's been strong enough to survive after five years because i mean yeah shout out to jake and caleb again because when when we all went off to college we didn't talk what we might have texted a little bit but we didn't hang out until like five years later but then we just kind of picked up where we left off and it's like that's cool that that actually happened i'm sure if i reached out to other people in high school that wouldn't happen (laughs) i was gonna say that that would happen but a lot of the relationships i don't think would last but yeah the fact that we were able to pick up after five years and just be content playing video games again because that's all we did in high school was like we'd go over to jake's house and we'd play Oh gosh, what did we play? We played all kinds of things. Call of Duty or Halo or I'm trying to think of one of the specific sports games. Did we play NFL Street 2? Or whatever. Whatever the case, now we've translated that to like online video gaming with each other. But yeah, that's with high school relationships, but also with college. Like I found which people are actually like keeping in touch with me and it's like, okay. The fact that this person is putting in the effort to like keep up this long distance relationship means that we had something real in college. Like it wasn't just like, oh, we're in the same proximity and it's easy to hang out with you. So we're going to hang out. But now that I'm actually like doing video calls with certain people, it's like, okay, these people like still care to talk to me, even though we're hundreds of miles apart. And that's pretty cool. But yeah, that's definitely a big thing. It's shown me what the important relationships are. Do you agree? A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, it. Thinking on that, it's kind of like sobering to think about. Like all the, you know, I had, I still have a lot of close friends from high school more than I think any person I've met does, which is funny. A funny <laughs> thing about Red Wing, we're just so we're very tight knit. Like every every time I like go to a go to a party with like a Red Wing friend, like it's all Red Wing people. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe like a couple stragglers, but it's like all Red Wing people, and I think that's the craziest thing. But um, it yeah, it like 
for me, like it kind of helped phase out the people that like I realized I didn't really want to talk to, and then oh, definitely ta- taught me like how to you know how to prioritize who I want to talk to, and like it, again, like you said, it's really cool seeing who is keeping in touch with me. And it makes me feel good that like we actually had a bond and that they care about me and that I can care about them and yeah, and that it's still going. Yeah, really and cool. that and that they recognize that I care about them because a lot of times I feel like I love so hard and I give so much of myself to somebody and like I don't get near as much as re- in return and maybe that's still mm-hmm. true from like a lot of people but like there are you know. The fact, like, if anybody gives me an, like an ounce of that back, like, uh, it makes me happy, like that I, I actually matter to them. And also the, during the pandemic, especially, like, it's kind of strengthened a lot of these bonds too that we've made over the years. Where I like, I'm realizing like the people that I want to reach out to at this time, or like, and remember that I need to reach out to people in general and like try to keep a bond and try to keep in touch and hang out with people try to make time for my personal life outside of work. You know, that that's something I often forgot about the past uh, couple of years. And now it's kind of like a really big deal because, you know, it's kind of, if we don't actively do it, then what, what do we have? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. Do you feel like you do more reaching out to other people than vice versa? Um, or is it yes, yeah. I mean, it's lately it's been about a little more leveling, but um, I think I like the the pandemic is such a weird example because I I like at the beginning people were reaching out to me left and right, and I was again getting a little bit overloaded by it, and Mm -hmm. also like the stress of the new issues in the world were kind of really getting to me so i didn't really know what how to focus my my brain at that point but now that like now that i've kind of figured things out it's much easier and i can late lately i've like we i i feel like it's a collective group effort that you know everybody's kind of reaching out to each other now so i think i've been really bad at it so maybe it's <laughs> less on my end but now it's now i'm getting better at it so i think mm-hmm. it's more level okay yeah, and sometimes I feel like I'm doing way more. It it just depends on the person, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. How about how about you? Oh, I yeah. am annoyingly clingy, mm-hmm. and like reaching out. I'm <laughs> if I didn't reach out to people myself, I think I would see people like <clears throat> once a month, maybe less. Cause yeah, no one. Re- <laughs> it feels like no one reaches out to me, and then like when someone does, it's kind of a surprise, like. Because whenever we've planned like a thing with Zach and Kevin, I'm I'm usually the first one. But like Zach was like, "Oh, I almost did it this time." It's like, "Oh, that's that's really cool." But mm-hmm. it's just that I I mean I live alone. Of course, that's one thing. Like people aren't thinking about me all the time, but I'm thinking about other people all the time. And that's <laughs> I mean I discovered this in college too. Like if if I don't reach out to people, most of them don't reach out to me, and sometimes it feels like that kind of sucks like oh my gosh but then you know i think about it from their perspective again and it's like you know some people do have pretty crippling social anxiety and they're like oh they think the same thing that i'm thinking like am am i like being annoying about this like but then i actually hang out with them and it's like oh wait no they okay this is good like 
they do enjoy hanging out with me. They just, I'm the one who has to like initiate things a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I've come to terms with that. Like, I don't really care anymore. It's like, well, that's good. <laughs> if that's the only way that people will hang out with me, then I'm going to reach out first. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting more content with that. It's like, okay. If this is how it has to be, like, I want to see people. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from people. Yeah, oh, I, I have no. a sibling that has that issue, too, actually. Um, Where, like, she feels like she's being annoying, but she's also, like, really needing attention right now, especially because she also lives alone and, like, doesn't know, know anybody. So, you know, another... 2020-ish kind of situation but i also a weird a weird thing i've like i carried through a lot in college was i felt like if i made plans that i was missing out on other potential plans so like and um so like i was kind of hesitant to like make any plans so i just waited for people to come to me (laughs) which is so so dumb like like i could have i could have done so much more in college but Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean Uh i did a I did enough, but you know, I feel like it could have been there. It could have been different, but whatever. See, sometimes in college, I would reach out to maybe thirty people because I, and I don't even think I was okay. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but in one given night, sometimes I would reach out to twenty people because I knew that nineteen of them were going to say no. I was like, yeah, someone's <laughs> going to be. They're going to be busy. Or they're just not going to feel like leaving their house. But I got to see someone tonight. So mm-hmm. I have reached out to like 50, 20 people at a time. and been like, hey, hey, what's up? What's up? You up? <laughs> like, you up? <laughs> <laughs> that would always, I would always do that because like I had, I have to see someone that night. Mm-hmm. And then usually there would be one yes. But if I got like 20 rejections, oh, oh boy. That was just depressing. And then and then be like, oh, God, everyone said no. Guess I'm hanging out with Matt tonight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Um, Yeah, so I wasn't, like, overwhelmed with all the people that wanted to hang out. And I was, oh, yeah, I didn't have the FOMO fear of missing out. Or wait, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know why. I even, like... Oh, I even overbooked myself some nights knowing that I would hang out with the same like five people that I always did. Yeah, and sometimes you made like five different sets of plans. And it's like, well, I gotta see everyone. So you go to some places for like 10 minutes. It's like, yeah, I'll drop by and say hi. But then I have this other thing that I have to do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hate that. I still hate that I did that. But <laughs> I think this is taught, this anything this has taught me like to kind of prioritize and like make sure to see more than just the more than just a few people like i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up kumd again like the that crew always reached out to me to hang out and like nine times out of ten i was usually busy or i just kind of like prioritize other people instead of them which i feel bad about because like we still i still keep in touch with a fair amount of them and like as soon as pandemic is over we're gonna like hang out we're heckin' hanging out, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I even had plans to teach one of them um, a song on ukulele slash guitar because I'm way better at guitar, but um, either way, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it, like, yeah. When pandemic is, like, air quotes over, 
we're going to be so overwhelmed with things because we keep on saying like once the <laughs> pandemic is over we're going to do this once this pandemic is over i'm going here once this pandemic is over i'm going to do this it's like we're going to be doing a million things the day that the pandemic is over right yeah it's true like all the concerts like the i feel like when concerts are a thing again there's going to be way too many to go to yeah and like and that's okay <laughs> yeah and it's gonna be like the first concert because i'm always thinking about like wow what's gonna be like the first choir concert that i sing in after this pandemic like it's gonna be oh, overwhelmingly magical yeah. or like even just the first one that you see or the first music festival that you go to oh, oh i, oh, I want to go to a music festival this summer so bad me too and i want to learn about whatever that downtown eau claire festival is my coworkers have talked about it but I mean, imagine like a music festival in downtown Eau Claire. Wouldn't that be so cool? That'd be really, that'd be really cool. I think that's where it is. But either way, or like going back to Blue Ox, that'd be so fun. I know it would be incredibly hard, but like, I, want, yeah. I really want to go to Homegrown again. <laughs> oh, I wanna... yeah, that's going to be so tough for us. Yeah, we'd pretty much only be, be able to go on like the weekend, but I'd make it work. Heck. Well, yeah, they have a weekend <laughs> band, don't they? Or a weekend wristband? Or like maybe a wristband for just one night or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like I think you get more bang for your buck if you just get the week long one and then just go on the weekend. But oh yeah, probably. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember. It's been a while, but um, I do know that if you paid for every night, it would probably break even. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but homegrown for sure. I love homegrown. Oh yes. Oh, because it's so fun. Like Duluth is such a naturey place, but even just the downtown scene and like is, is pretty cool. It's like the music scene work all the time. I love it. Yeah, like every part of town, whether it's downtown or like West Duluth, because they have like win- winter homegrown in West Duluth, and that's super cool too. Yeah, because yeah, West Duluth is usually where we go when we visit Duluth. Do you remember when we went to Ursa Minor? this summer oh yeah yeah the uh the craft district <laughs> that yeah that's like one of my fond that night at um ursa minor where you and you you just bought your hammock and yeah me and zach me and you and zach couldn't stop laughing <laughs> and kevin's like god you guys are so dumb <laughs> <laughs> so, like we were sitting like in the corner as far away from the building as possible but i feel like people inside could probably hear us laughing that's and true. people like driving in their cars. <laughs> oh, but that's <laughs> such that a fond memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it okay if I read some of the uh, the answers that I got from other people? Yeah, I was, I was gonna say do do. Yeah, I may as well. So do the I do. Oh, I have one pulled up from my sister Stacy here. Shout out to Stacy. She's the second old, oldest. Um, so like. So uh, I'm not, you'll, I'll just, whatever. So like the type type of relationship she was talking about here was friendships. And, um, she's been using literally every, um, available written method, whether it be email, email, snail mail, or text, um, uh, maintaining it is hard because you can't sit and see their face and read body language and and the chat doesn't really organically move. And, um, but she feels very lucky because it didn't put a dent in their friendship, but without um, without concerted efforts on both sides, it would have. So, um, yeah, I guess 
that kind of relates to what we talked about where like people reaching out to each other and who mm-hmm. is important. Um, so then we have uh, Sylvia, who's married to that guy, Kyle, with the good beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle with the good beard. Yeah, she gave me a brief version because she didn't realize that um, I needed it today. But so um, her and Kyle, like for two years, I remember this, they lived across country from each other because Kyle had to go out and do like a some college thing, some big brain thing that he does. Um, so they were very far apart. And so good communication is essential. Um, carving out time every day to spend just with your partner over FaceTime or phone call. Um, big ways to, you know, maintain it and then find ways to connect despite distance, um, which were like movie movie nights and playing games with each other. So, you know, you, you mm-hmm. have to be creative. Like like we are, we, we play a lot of video games. Or we oh, like, yeah, definitely. I've had very creative video calls. Yeah, especially the New Year's one, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was super cool. I've never thought that um, King's Cup would work virtually, but it did. Oh, yeah, as long as you all got the cards. Yeah, we didn't even play the other games. Right. I don't yeah. know if those would have worked. Maybe maybe next weekend we'll have to try it. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how beer pong would work. I feel like it would. You just have to like move, remove cups and each. Yeah, you just have to like walk to the other side to remove the cups. But right, <clears throat> it works. Yeah. So, um, the last one I have, I didn't get too many. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, is uh, Nick and Eden. So, um, he gave me a. Uh, a novel, which is good because he was the uh, the brainchild of this episode. Yeah. Are you wow. gonna give the background too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. So, um, definitely should. They're <clears throat> so Nick and Eden are our friends from college, and they got married pretty much like right after we graduated in 2018. Forgive me if I got the year wrong. Maybe it was 2019. Actually, it was 2019. My bad. Oh, <laughs> um, so um. Now they've hit like they've hit one of the a year and a half of uh, marriage, and most of that has been spent with Eden having to be in Norway, her home country, where she had to work on her citizenship for reasons that I will never understand. But um, mm-hmm. it's kind of the the world that we live in, so it's okay. Um, and and she, you know, so um, so I correct me if I'm wrong. Nick lived out there for a little while, didn't he? Um. Yeah, I feel like I feel yeah. like he did. I remember, we'll yeah, I remember him living out there. Like, well, he was out there months. for a while, so I guess that means right. he was living there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that like because that felt like the right decision at the time. Where like right after they got married, they didn't want to be separate right away. So yeah, they, that's you know, they lived together. Was. <laughs> and then he came back and um, bought a house in Duluth and um. It wasn't supposed to take this long that citizenship thing, and mm-hmm. um, and COVID only slowed the process, I'm guessing. But um, also being that we have COVID, he can't even go visit her. She can't come visit him. So yeah, like they literally can't see each other. And it's um, so yeah, that's pretty much that's the short version of the situation. So mm-hmm. um, he's gonna he gives a lot of detail here. So I'll I'll just get right into it. Let's um, go. So. It is a romantic relationship, obviously. Um, so we didn't originally plan on having a long-distance relationship. We originally thought that we would be apart for a few months um, through issues with our immigration department and COVID. We had been forced into it. At first, we felt that having a clear idea of when we would see each other again and 
talking as much as possible would be the most important tools. So common theme here. I don't think that um, they are the least important, but now I feel as though self-care and individualism are the most important things. Um, and that's I've heard that from a lot of married couples, even even the ones that live together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, I've struggled the most. This is Nick. I I've struggled the most with a long distance relationship because of feeling like I haven't been working on myself enough, and it leads me to not have the ability to be there for my partner as much as I should be. Keeping in touch is difficult when you are separated by more than distance. It um it just quite it isn't quite as easy as just calling her. I can't call her phone, so I use Facebook to video chat. If I use that anywhere without Wi-Fi, my data would skyrocket, so it's reserved for when I'm at home. Um, that mixed with the fact that when she wakes up, I'm asleep. When I wake up, she's at work. When I get off work, she's asleep. It means that verbal communication is rare and mainly reserved for the weekends. And I've seen this in action, like when I go to Nick's house um, and mm-hmm. we've, like, He'll come home from work and he'll be on his video chat already with Eden because, like, yeah. you, know, you just got to get on it because of that time difference. You know, they're about like six, seven hours ahead over there, and um, so like that's really the time that they get to talk to each other. And you know, they're kind of, you know, it's it, it's a little haphazard because he's like just getting home and like I need to go to the bathroom, I need to take my pants off, stuff like that. But like, so it's so, like I'm really happy to see you. Like, how was your day? Home, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and <clears throat> um. So I'll, I'll keep going here. So long distance relationships are a nightmare for people whose love language is physical, like myself and, oh, yeah. and Matt and Mark too. Oh. Um, and so this is Nick especially. So I, I don't feel love, so I also have a hard time giving it. That means that Eden rarely feels love through her love, her love language. Being clear and understanding of each other's love language is so important. Be willing to make sacrifices or else the relationship will not survive. Um, Eden and I have, are having trouble with being apart from each other for so long. We don't know what the future holds. We may not survive it, but we both still love and care for one another very much. Our feelings for each other haven't changed, even if our feelings about the relationship have. Um, damn. <laughs> Gosh, everything about that is so hard because I didn't think about the time change. I mean, I do because whenever I get it, like a message from Eden, it's always at like two or three in the morning. Right. And then yeah. I wake up and reply and I don't get another reply until like later that evening. So gosh, yeah, even those time changes are hard because she's in another country. Most of our long distance relationships we're talking about, it's like, oh, they're just like two hours away in Minnesota or Wisconsin. But yeah. adding that distance of another country and also having to think about like overage fees for data or whatever and, that's just so many things to think about and maintaining your new marriage like that's intense oh yeah because yeah because i haven't done like a longest i've barely done a relationship before so like a marriage <laughs> i can't even imagine what, what what even is that what's a marriage right <laughs> that's yeah crazy. I, um of the few relationships that i've had like one of them was kind of long distance and it was also kind of a relationship but it was still kind of real and you know it sucked but like there was still like an ease of being able to kind of see each other because it was still in the same country like Mm -hmm. holy cow but yeah this is on a whole other level and like it it really breaks my heart because these are two people that we really really care about and that are big parts of our lives and you know so seeing that like all these struggles 
tacked on top of one another and the fact that they're the fact that they're like you know they're suffering but they're they're kind of on the surface level taking it in stride like um it, it's just amazing that like you know they're able to have these open discussions about it and um hoping holding on to that hope for the uh, the future which is pretty much what we're all doing but um <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. And and seeing that post from Eden the other day, you know about uh, um, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. What the uh, what the future holds, we don't know. Hope I know it's like every teach teacher staff meeting that I've been to. It's like, so when am I going to be back in America? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so are we going back to like full time in person? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like when, when? So when are we going to go virtual again? It's like, yeah, we can't tell you that. It's like. Yeah, because she has no idea like what's going to happen with this pandemic, especially here in America. For real. And with and, travel and airplanes. Yeah, and not to mention her um, her uh, citizenship thing is still not mm-hmm. done yet. She's yeah. In, uh, from the from the sound of it, it sounds like she's getting there. Mm-hmm. But there's still, I feel like that that's still a big getting there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And um, you know, and a lot of the thing. So a lot of the things that Nick brought up in here kind of reminded me about like things that you and I have both experienced this year, where the focusing on yourself and giving like self care and like mm-hmm. learning about yourself as well, and you know how to give how to give yourself to other people when you are you yourself are not feeling like your needs are met. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I I've totally felt that all year. Like you know, and you have too. Like the loneliness, especially, and the love language of like physicality, and you know, mm-hmm. all the worries that have been floating around my mind for the past like year. And yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it you know, it's just a lot. And yeah, and in my head, I'm always thinking about like the relationships with other people that I have. So it's hard to like think about yourself i think it's it's been hard for me especially over christmas break because christmas break was kind of tough because i was with my family for a week but also they work a lot and then i actually came back to like adopt the cat and then after my friend left i was here for like a few days alone and i was just like waiting to talk to other people so it was just really tough to uh think about myself and like taking care of myself because I didn't have anything. The big thing in my life is that right now I don't have much to look forward to besides because there's always like a performance or like a social event. And like the fact that I have something to look forward to makes me happy. Like, especially the new year's party. Cause that was around the same time during Christmas break. Cause I'm like, I'm the one who organized this new year's, <laughs> this virtual new year's party. And I invited a lot of people and just having that in my life was something that made me really excited. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to see all these people and I'm so excited for that. But now I have that so, so much less. Like all I have to look forward to is maybe like choir is going to come back or like maybe I'm in Wisconsin. So like bars are open, like maybe I can, maybe a friend will like actually go out somewhere safely um but mm. yeah it's been hard to like think about myself because i'm always thinking about like my relationships with other people it's like oh gosh i hope this relationship is like surviving and that 
I can do a video call because yeah, video calls are another thing that I'm just like looking forward to all the time. Like, when's it gonna happen? Yeah, and then it's like, oh, I'm I'm excited for Saturday because I get to video call with this person, and it's hard to like live in the moment because in the moment, all I'm doing is really just like watching YouTube videos or Netflix or like playing video games. I feel like I already said that one, but <laughs> yeah, the, it it's tough to take care of myself because. When something big happens in my life, all I want to do is share it with people. And it's kind of tough to do that right now. Like I can send it to other people, but like, it's just not the same as being with them in person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this year has taught me a lot about self-care, especially like as a teacher where I put so much of myself into my job that I Mm -hmm. often forget about myself. Yeah. Like when I had my job last year, I think, I, you know, I slept in my house and I lived at school (laughs) because, yeah, like it was so, but like, I also loved that job. Like it was so much fun. And I loved the people that I worked with and the students and like the parents and everything. And, you know, it was, it gave me so much joy. And like, so like, just like you, that the winter break this year, sucked like with a mm-hmm. capital s-u-c-k-e-d <laughs> like i visited my family for a few days and it was nice like mm-hmm. we hadn't you know just hung out as a family in quite some time and like we made we did a bonfire we did dinner we you know did the family thing and but you know it still felt so weird and like especially coming back here for that last week and sitting here alone with my thoughts about mm-hmm. like everything it just you know you know this i had a I had a major breakdown that week where everything hit me at once and then i cried for about an hour <laughs> oh, and yeah. so that um that's just a thing that needed to happen i think and then like two days later we had the uh new year's Eve party and i was honest i don't think you know how much i needed that like that was so much fun i didn't laugh I, it was so I, important <laughs> i hadn't laughed like that in like a while and or felt like a togetherness like that i, so I was long. so happy that happened because like, I was super excited to, like, play a bunch of games online. But then at the beginning, I realized, like, people just wanted to talk. And the fact that it happened, because that's one of my favorite things in life is just bringing other people together. Even if I'm just, like, kind of there sitting and just yeah. seeing that Josiah and Lydia are becoming best friends. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, these are yeah. people from, like, two very different parts of my life. And at the end of it, they're like oh my gosh, I really want to talk to you again sometime. It's like, right? because yeah. I organized this party and I felt like I, I kind of made that happen. That's so cool. Yeah. Like I was so happy about it. And so it's hard not to see that right now. And like, I mean, we get that through teaching too. Like we're bringing people together in our band or our choir. It's like, mm-hmm. and I've really wanted to organize like a social event for my choir. Like after the very last concert, we're all going to go out. Last year, my students were, I told them about like the dinner after like our last concert and they're like, we should go to Chipotle. And it's like, that would be awesome if we could all just go out to Chipotle after our last concert of the year. That would yeah. be so fun. But it's yeah. so cool to like see all those people come together and you see relationships build that you were like, I never thought this person would get along with this person, but I'm seeing it right now. And that's so cool. Even though I'm seeing it from a distance, it's like, Oh, this is what I need right now. Yeah. I'm kind of seeing it virtually through my students too. Like Mm -hmm. in the, in the smaller groups, especially like they're, 
they're kind of making connections in like the sixth grade where, where like they might not know each other mm-hmm. and, you know they're building they're building friendships kind of and then like my advisory especially like i have two people in there that have become best friends because like they just kind of click and i'm yes. like they haven't even met in person but they love each other <laughs> oh yes and um advisory is like the only time that they get to talk to each other so like of course they're talking the whole time but it's mm-hmm. i'm fine with it oh and, yeah that whole that whole group they like they've really warmed up to each other and talked to each other a lot and like it's so fun seeing them interact and um yeah so uh, like which is why on Monday when we came back to school virtually of course but like whatever I that was the happiest I'd felt in a little while because you know Oof, I was back way. I was back like at least interacting with a bunch of people and like I had you know my my eighth grade bands, my trumpet class, and my advisory that day. So it was like just great groups of people, and we had fun. And like the whole week has felt like that, like a big reunion, basically. Yeah. Even though I have been stressed to the max this week and just working until like 9 p.m. at the earliest every night, it was all so worth it just like be with the students again. And even when I was testing this microphone, we haven't we haven't talked about the microphone yet we'll talk about the the end oh yeah but when we were like testing this microphone and i told you that joke and you were like well that's a really funny one like the covid thing (laughs) that i said like the fact like my student thought was funny too like the fact that i was able to make my students laugh and like this week was like i laughed the most that i've ever laughed like i i didn't even send you the picture of cranberry that they traced i don't think i did yeah you did okay i did (laughs) But like this week, there were a lot of things that happened. And I was like doing sirens with my students. I was doing the thing where it's like, oh, echo four beats after me. Then they do it back. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you add in pitch to that, like, and then they do the same thing. And then I was going to do like a high note and it came out like so wrong. And afterwards, yeah. I did not expect it to come out like that. And then we all just all... laughed together. Did they mimic that too? What? Which one? Like the the bad note. <laughs> no, because I was like, and then they, I was like, they'll just do a high note, and I was like, I did not expect it to sound like that. <laughs> but just sharing those laughs, even with the students, and now I have to talk about that COVID joke that I made. Because <laughs> on the first day back, I was leading vocal warm ups for musical rehearsal. And like toward the end of it, it was cold in the auditorium, but then by the end of it, like I was wearing a mask and we were doing movements and like lots of singing. And so I was like, wow, is anyone else hot right now at the end of it? And then one of my students was like, oh, wow, you're hot. You should probably go like, do you have a fever? You should probably go home. And I was like, no, I don't have a fever, but I have been coughing and I have a runny nose and sore throat and like lost my sense of taste. <laughs> and then like the director walked in right behind me she's like oh bye <laughs> no i don't have a so i don't have a fever but i have been coughing and shortness of breath <laughs> oh but it was so funny and like just everything like students say the funniest of things in school and so That's it's just true. been good to be around that because even when i'm sitting at home and watching Seinfeld, Seinfeld's hilarious, but sometimes I just sit there and think, Haha, that's a funny joke. And I don't even have a laugh in there. It's just like, oh, that's funny. It's like, oh, God, yeah, no. Because some days I'm really not in the mood to even laugh at Seinfeld. 
<laughs> I know, but Seinfeld's so funny. I just sit there and I just don't laugh out loud as much at home. And oh my God, it's amazing like how much energy even other people's laughs can give you. Because, right? oh my God, in my middle school on Thursday, I finally, I was like, you know what? I forgot to ask you like what you did over your Christmas break. And one of my students was talking and she just said, yeah, we went sledding down this hill. And then my brother fell off and he hit his shin on a tree. And then one of my other students, she absolutely died. She was just like laughing for a minute straight. It wasn't even that funny. It's just like, yeah, my brother fell off his sled and hit his shin against the tree. And then she just <laughs> lost it. And then I couldn't stop laughing at her because I was like, why are you? They're like, you're laughing too. And it's like, no, I'm laughing because you're laughing so much at something that wasn't even meant to be a joke. <laughs> and, oh, because you get so much energy from like other people's laughs. Like when I was in New York for vocal jazz, I hung out mostly with like Lydia and Brandon and Kevin. And I just remembered the whole time, like Brandon would say something funny. Cause you know, shout out to Brandon. You know how funny he is sometimes. And yeah. he just tells like puns and dad's jokes, which are like my favorite thing in the world. So he would say like some stupid pun and then it would make me just lose it. And then Brandon would lose it because I'm losing it. And then I'd lose it because he is. And then Kevin would actually laugh too. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah, and all of a sudden laugh. we're just dying. And it's like, wait, what What did Brandon even say? It's like, no, I'm just laughing at your laugh. Like, right. And yeah, it's so good to have that. You know, living alone, I don't really have that right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, so even like seeing it in my students, it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah we all need that in our lives um oh my gosh <laughs> i and that's why it's so fun for us to hang out even with like okay we both like laugh a lot when we're hanging out like especially now we've this podcast mm -hmm. it's been a lot of a lot of good laughs yeah <laughs> but no like especially hanging out with andrea because shout out to andrea she's got a loud laugh and it's so mm -hmm. wonderful yeah, we we compete at that point. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I can I tangent? Um, no, we never okay. do that on this podcast. Oh, sure, okay. I don't know why I'm even asking for permission, but <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. I just remembered, like I, you know, we're in January. And I like I think January is my favorite month. I always feel a sense. <laughs> I wonder of joy. why. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, aside from like the fact that like it's my birthday month, which is on the 18th. Shout out to my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so that's some presents to had on the 18th. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I'll drop my Amazon wish list or my uh, <laughs> screw that. I'm going to send my electric fetus wish list. <laughs> <laughs> more uh, more relatable. Supporting a local business and get what, getting what I really want. <laughs> oh, I uh yeah, but I don't know. I feel a sense of joy. Like it kind of feels like a refresher, even though like the new year doesn't mean anything. It it still feels like a like a refresh button. Like you get a, a new energy, and maybe you're not doing like a a New Year's resolution because I kind of gave up on that. I do a new school year resolution, to be honest. But um, I like I I don't know. I just feel like a sense of joy. Everybody feels a bit more like relaxed after the holidays are over, and I think that. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to like celebrate my birthday. <laughs> yes. You're not doing New Year's resolutions this year? 
No, I haven't done one of those in like ever, actually. Yeah, I, I usually tell myself about... I'm going to work out, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> well, this year I did that... do something though, but go on. That was um that was my pandemic um, resolution working out so I, and I'm and I'm gonna continue doing that of course but um yeah, yeah I kind of like I never really know what to be my my New Year's resolution so I just kind of like save it for the school year like I'm gonna be a better teacher I'm gonna be more organized I'm gonna be more learned on things that I want to teach and I'm gonna be prepared better and like just kill it in general and. Uh, but yeah, what is your New Year's resolution, Mark? Okay, I made like two of them. And like usually it's like to work out more, but I was like, yeah, that may or may not happen. I mean, I'd love Gee. to run a 5K at some point this year because I basically have once, mm -hmm. but like to actually run a 5K. But okay, that's not my this year's resolution. But I tried to keep it simple because, you know, it's just a weird time. It's like you don't have to make your hopes don't have to be super high and like, Oh, this big goal that's going to change my life. I just chose two small things that are just important for right now, especially they're the two C's. The first C is to try and connect with the people around me that are here in Wisconsin. Cause I'm probably going to be here for a few years. I might as well like connect with the people that I'm around instead of, always be thinking about the relationships from like college and just from Minnesota. So I just want to connect with whether it is like my coworkers at the school or my choir members, whenever that happens again, and just people in town, like just try and connect with the people around me. That's the first one is connect. Mm -hmm. The other C is to be content with the way that things are right now. Cause I do have a lot of a lot of these great like long distance relationships that people are video calling me like every week. And I have people that are like, yeah, let me know anytime that you want to talk and, and just being content with this bachelor pad that I have. I've got my cat and I got my turtle. Like what else could a guy ask for? Got my uh -huh. cat and turtle and just, yeah, just being more, more content with what I have. Cause I mean, it's pretty amazing that I have gotten a six through 12 choir director job. Cause that's kind of like my dream is like, Oh yeah. Think about that. And yeah. just thinking about what I do have. Cause obviously I'm blessed. I can afford rent every month. That's pretty crazy. Like that's huge. Yeah. yeah I remember college. <laughs> <laughs> and I also buy like the name brand Cheez-Its. I don't just get baked cheese crackers anymore. It's like I can afford the Cheez-Its or the yeah. name brand Oreos. Yeah, you can. Like, so there's a lot of great stuff. So just trying to see that more. So content and connect. Hmm. Those are my New Year's resolutions. I like it. Yeah, me too. I think that that kind of like, I feel like maybe I accidentally did make a resolution then because I've kind of, I've decided like, sometimes I, I, I mean, I always try to be a really positive person when I can be, but I like, I really don't want to dwell on things anymore. Mm -hmm. it, it takes way too much energy out of me. So I'm really actively trying to like really press forward, like look to the, you know, like as I told my students, like happy new year, we're still here, but we will get there where we need to be. And that's an important thing to remind myself too. Like I am where I am, but I will get to where I need to be at some point. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, 
a big brain thing, I think. <laughs> Good stuff. Wow. Yeah, go team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um team. Well, cool. Um, do you want to talk about your microphone? Ha! Yeah. <laughs> For Christmas. Uh, shout out to mom. She got me this blue Yeti microphone. Is that how you say it? Or Yeti blue? Um, it's the brand is blue. So yeah, blue Yeti. Blue Yeti microphone. It's like a recording microphone. Cause for the longest time I've been using like the video game headset that Kevin gave to me, which has been pretty great. Like if I didn't have that, I would just be like talking into my computer with well, with my old Sony headphones that I had, like the cheapest ones I could find at Best Buy. Mm. But yeah, now I've got my Blue Yeti, and I'm also using the headphones that Mom bought for me, my new Skull Candies. Yeah, buddy. And it's, I really like it. I, I, like, especially this time, I've gotten used to hearing my own voice because now that I have the headphones on, I can, like, hear my own voice. But I also love that there's no delay, so it's not like speech jammer. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. hearing my voice in real time right now and realizing why people are like, oh, wow, Mark, you have a good podcast voice. It's like, oh, wow, <laughs> you know that. Like, so, yeah, tell Yeah, people tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, but no, this microphone has been high quality, and I even have used it in class because on Monday, like I found out, we're still kind of hybrid. There's still a couple virtual students. And I found out that they weren't hearing me that well. So I brought in this microphone and they were like, yeah, that's so much better. And it's just so high quality. And you probably heard it throughout the podcast. Like the quality is a little better. It just sounds so clean. And the only thing is like the smallest sounds can be heard, (laughs) I feel like. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true on my end to an extent too. But Mm -hmm. we make it work. It'll be okay. We'll edit that out. Yeah, sure, sure. I haven't figured out the noise cancellation stuff. Because when I edited the concert, like, I just, like, shout out to Ocean Audio or whatever it's called. Ocean Audio. O-C-E-N Audio. But there was a button where you just clicked reduce noise reduction or apply noise reduction. And it eliminated a lot of the background stuff, which was kind of cool. But I have no idea how to, like, do the specifics of that. Mm. Um. I think that's kind of like pretty much like compression. Like you're kind of compressing the sound and then it takes what you want and pushes out what you don't. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, that could be a totally different thing. I may be wrong, but I think that's pretty much what it does. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not an audio editor yet. (laughs) (laughs) You will be. Yes. Someday. Oh, oh yeah, I love this microphone. Good. Yeah, I'm happy that you have it. It sounds great. I love hearing it. Oh yes. You know, I kinda wanna listen to the podcast now. Like <laughs> listen to the last podcast that I recorded with the other microphone and then listen to this one and see the difference. Yeah. Play oh, them like side by side. <laughs> yes. Side by side. Well, this has been a fun podcast. Yeah, this was I a like good it. one. Yeah. Digging into deep stuff and I mean, definitely like relatable stuff to mm. our listeners, yeah. except the celebrities, you know. Right. I mean, the celebrities are probably going through the same thing, actually. So, True. yeah. Yeah. yeah shout out to you, Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Oprah. Yeah. We love you. Thanks, Oprah. Yeah. 
be a guest on our podcast, Oprah. We'll talk about wild. Ah, oh, just it, the 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 script would be flipped so hard though. Like she would she would be the host at that point. Yes, <laughs> she would do all the talking. Mm-hmm. Unless we do something she can't talk about, we'll do. We'll talk about Skyrim. Do you think Oprah plays Skyrim? Oh, she does. She's like a level eighty three Gajit. All right. What. You hear that, Oprah? We're going to talk about Skyrim when you're on. <laughs> oh, I really want to do a Skyrim podcast now. Oh. We may have to have backup on that, but yeah, I would love that. That'd be kind of yes. fun. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. Mm. All right. Well, Mark, it's been fun. Thank yeah, you for tuning in, listeners. Um, go team. Um. Nick and uh, to those of you who submitted um, answers to the prompts, I really appreciate all of you, and um, especially Nick and Eden. We Ooh, feel absolutely. we feel for you and your struggles. Um, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anybody always feel feel free to reach out if you ever need us, um, or reach out to your people, whoever you need, and remember that you are not in it alone. We're all here together. Yep. I almost I almost quoted Red Green. I think I'm gonna. Um, yes, keep her stick on the ice. We're all in this together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love red green. Anyway, yeah. So um, uh, check out, uh, it feels so disingenuous to say this, but check out our uh, Instagram and our Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it. Okay, fine. So check out our social media, um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, the Matt and Mark podcast. Uh, interact with our things and let us know what you're doing. Um, your favorite beard, um, your how you're doing, how you're dealing with the pandemic. <laughs> and um, we'll catch you guys on the next one. See you on the flip side. Catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flop. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Goodbye.